Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jillian Periona about her Disney Cruise Collection wedding last year. And she has been offering lots of great tips and information on the Disboards about her event. Uh, and I thought that you guys would find it interesting because it seems like there are kind of two different kinds of wedding or vow renewal events that you hear about on the Disney cruise. And one is people who want to have a quick vow renewal or a quick elopement, and they just take the package and whatever comes with it is fine. And then there are people who want to have basically a full-blown wedding, but on a cruise. And I think that Jillian's going to have some great tips for people who are trying to do more of a full-on wedding on the cruise line. And so I asked her to be here today to share her story. So welcome, Jillian. Well, thank you. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I guess starting at the beginning, let's talk about what made you guys choose a cruise collection event over any other kind of wedding. Well, we live in Orlando. We always wanted a Disney-type wedding. Um, unfortunately, the ones that we see all the time at Walt Disney World, we walk by, we see them very often. So it didn't seem as, as special to us, although we do love Disney so much. We wanted a Disney wedding. We thought, well, with their packages, didn't seem to work for us. So we wanted definitely a unique wedding. We weren't looking for a standard church and then hotel reception type wedding. We wanted something unique and different. And the Disney Cruise Line uh, weddings offered that to us. So we, uh, once we heard about it, heard from somebody who had experienced it, they told us about it, word of mouth, and we decided pretty much within the week to book it, and then we started our planning from there. That's great. How did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? A lot of them were excited. Some of them were concerned since we did it in September about getting their kids out of school, so we didn't have a whole lot of children along with our Disney wedding, which is a little bit funny when you think about it. You usually think of Disney and families, but we, uh, they, they seemed very excited. I'm sure some were concerned about the money, but we ended up getting a good-sized group come along with us. How many did you end up having? We had 45 guests, plus the two of us made 47 total. It's a little bit bigger than they typically get over at the Disney Cruise Line. Wow. Did you run into any problems with that, or was it just different, or...? Oh, no, it was just different. Um, they normally do weddings on the Meridian Overlook over by the Meridian Bar between Paulo and Remy if they're on the Dream and the Fantasy. The other place they do it is at the Outlook, and unfortunately our party was too large for those. They said that we would most likely be in the D Lounge, which is not very wedding-y, unfortunately. They have uh, kind of active green couches and orange furniture, gray furniture, little bit of a, a fun family-filled uh, area, but they ended up turning it into a wonderful event, much better than I expected. Oh, that's great. So you were on the Dream or the Fantasy? We were on the Disney Dream. Okay. And how did you choose that ship and that sailing over any others? 
Well, we live in Orlando, and we wanted one of the Port Canaveral sailings. Uh, the fantasy would have been fantastic to have a week-long cruise. would have been great to spend that time with my family. Unfortunately, I don't think we would have gotten any guests if we had chosen a week-long, especially with some teachers in my family. So we, uh, we chose one of the shorter ones, the way that it worked out with the scheduling. We took the three-night because it was over the weekend, and my, uh, my brother and sister-in-law could join us because they were teachers. That's a good point. I didn't think about that, the difference in the ships being coming down to scheduling and what is more convenient. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about the planning process? Because you were a very involved bride. You did a lot of DIY and you were having a full-on wedding. What was the planning process like with Disney? When I booked it, I was completely clueless as to where to start, where to go, how to how to go about things. And that's the point where I reached into my my disc community and found the Disney Cruise Line Brides Forum. And through asking questions and reading other people's planning journals and trip reports, I learned a lot about I learned a lot of what to expect uh, when I when I went into Disney Cruise Line weddings. From there, I kind of took a little bit of my creativity. I wanted to do a lot of do-it-yourself projects and really throw myself into the experience. So I ended up making, um, I put a whole ton of effort into making favor bags with an assortment of different gifts for my guests. And uh, the Disney Cruise Line has certain packages where you pretty much select from a list what you would like to do. And so that was the easy part, submitting the the planning journal. Everything else was pretty much Pinterest a lot. I used um, Facebook a lot. I used uh, took ideas from Etsy. Did a lot of things myself. Uh, we ended up making our own our own bouquets since we didn't bouquets, corsages, and boutonnieres. So we didn't want to pay the uh, the price that Disney was charging. We just felt that we could do it on our own. Um, just feel like we took on a lot of projects on our own. I really liked having the personal touches in in my wedding. That's great. What did you do to customize the other standard package elements that you did use? Uh, As I said, with the floral we made, uh, I took my own bouquet and the boutonniere that came with the package. Um, Instead of purchasing for pretty much almost everybody in my family got corsage or boutonniere, so instead of paying an arm and a leg for all of that, we made our own. I made my own flower girl baskets. I purchased some pink and white petals to go along with that, and my flower girls threw those. We had a couple Mickey Mouse in the middle of a flower clip for the flower girls as well. I made some necklaces for the flower girls. I made a necklace for my uh, maid of honor. Since we only have one maid of honor and one best man, no other, nobody else in our bridal party, so... We didn't need too much to coordinate those. Cake? <laughs> the cake. Ah, on the top of the cake, I went to the Arivas Brothers over at Downtown Disney, and we got one of the crystal, I guess it's glass, one of the glass-draped castles, and we put that on top of our cake. We chose the uh, one with the Mickey Mouse silhouettes all over it, the Touch of Character cake, and put that Cinderella castle on top, and it really made a beautiful cake. For the music, unfortunately, it sounds like the Disney Cruise Line has uh, taken away an option. When I had my planning guide, they said that we could submit sheet music to the cruise line to have the pianist learn and play. And I think after my wedding, they decided to stop that because I happened to choose three pieces and two of them were a little bit complicated. So 
pretty much immediately following my wedding, they made the rule that you could only use the selected music for the pianist or have a CD. I submitted the songs At Last I See the Light from Rapunzel. I had the Rainbow Connection from the, the Muppets. And I also did the Fantasmic theme since uh, I worked at Fantasmic for a long time. And Michael also loves Fantasmic. So... That's too bad. Now, so then what if you're out at Castaway Key? Do they have a stereo system or something? I mean, how would they do the CD? They have the the PA system set up. If you look at larger, kind of the bigger picture when you're at Castaway Key, they have the wedding location and somewhat near that they have a little, um, looks like a little bit, little barn, a little shack, and it has all of the equipment that they use for the Castaway Key weddings. I think that's where they keep that or at least have the, uh, the power setups because they are hooked up with electricity because they have to have the microphone for the wedding and the pianist when he comes out there they have a keyboard and that needs electricity too so I'm pretty sure they can hook up that CD for castaway key weddings as well. Cool. Okay. Now I want to get an overview of how your day went, but first, I haven't really asked about this before, but I would be interested to hear how the legal ceremony went because it used to be they did it in port and then they did it in front of the Disney theater and you had yours in a more unusual place. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, At three o'clock at our meeting, uh, we just met over by the guest relations area uh, by one of the big pretty thrones by the Cinderella mosaic. They pulled us over into the the Royal Palace restaurant. And inside the Royal Palace restaurant, they had a, a little separate dining room where the doors closed. Now, unfortunately, um, all of my friends thought they were invited, even though I had told them that, no, I can only take two people with me. They were very adamant about only having two people as the rules are. Unfortunately, my mom, she really wanted to be there. So we ended up with three people. But uh, to my wedding coordinator's dismay, I mean, she really just wanted it to be two people as, as the rules go. But we had my husband's brother. We had my best friend. And we had my mother there to witness the ceremony. Uh, it was a very short but sweet ceremony, pretty much a standard wedding vows uh, that go by so it was pretty much okay yeah do you do you you may kiss they signed the wedding license explained how they were going to mail that into the state for us and then they would mail it back to us and it was a really easy simple thing directly following the very quick uh, legal ceremony in the royal palace we went out to the dining room sat down with a few more people including my photographers and we talked about how the next day would go. The next day was our, our wedding day. So she went over the timeline with us so that we knew what to expect. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. You guys brought your own photographers. Tell me how that worked out. I really lucked out when it came to photographers. I spent a long time well, emailing photographers in the area, seeing if anybody could quote me prices or at least converse with me about booking photography for a cruise wedding a lot of people were like oh well you know it's an interesting concept but never really cared to converse more with me about it so I ended up finding somebody who said you know what you're doing a cruise wedding I've never done one before I'd like the experience so I had uh, Laura Rogers photography uh, agree to come on for just the cost of their cruise for a first-time experience and so I paid for their cruise they came along with me I got both my main photographer and I also got a second shooter. I booked them a nice corner room with lots of space for their equipment. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting them for the entire day, my wedding day. And we also went on to Castaway Key and took photos the next day too. 
So we ended up getting about 11 hours of photography um, for approximately what it cost the Disney's largest package. So I think we really lucked out because we ended up with 1,064 photos in the end. Wow, that's great. And unlike when you use the shipboard photography, you don't have to pick all your photos the last night in a hurry before you get off the boat. <laughs> that is a definite disadvantage to choosing those. Um, I mean, luckily you get the CD if you choose that last package, but uh, I didn't want to spend all of my wedding cruise and the last day deciding what pictures to get because I'm very finicky when it comes to that. That's great. Okay, so can you give us an overview of how your wedding day went? Surprisingly enough, the wedding day was the day I slept in the most my entire cruise. I think we slept until like 9.30 or 10. And then we went over to Cabana's, we got breakfast, and then everybody apparently had met in the room we were getting ready in earlier than me. I ended up getting a call on my wave phone being like, where are you? You're the bride. You're supposed to get ready. So approximately 11, 11.30 in the morning, so we started getting ready, um, my actually brought um, one of my friends is a professional hairstylist and she came along to do my hair and makeup. So I again lucked out in that aspect. I got ready in my grandmother's room who had a corner room um, because she has you know, she's you know my grandmother she needed a little extra space in the room and they were able to get her a handicapped accessible room. So we had this huge room which was wonderful for the amount of people that we ended up fitting in there. I think about six to eight people in the end, which on a cruise is a lot of people for a stateroom. So she set my hair up in curls. And while that said, I got a little quick lunch before uh, they started doing my, my makeup and getting my hair all set. Throughout that process, I had my aunt do my maid of honors hair. because She was also a uh, hairstylist. And meanwhile, my mother started getting ready, and my grandmother and my cousin started getting ready. So it was a big commotion in the in that stateroom. My mother, my maid of honor, helped me get my dress on. We had my hairstylist primping my my hair as my photographer is taking those getting ready photos. And uh, after that, we headed over towards the the Walt Disney Theater. We had arranged ahead of time to take some family photos before the ceremony. So. I was with my side of the family, and we got ready in front of the Disney Theater, and my husband and his family took pictures out in the fourth deck overlooking uh, Nassau that day where we were docked. We took those pre-wedding photos uh, after my family had dispersed and gotten towards the venue. They uh, took a few more photos while we were waiting for our wedding coordinator to pick us up and lead us in, and once it was time, they took us to the double doors, opened them up, said, all right, go ahead and walk through. And I didn't even have enough time to get nervous or scared or anything. So I was just thrown in there, kind of a big, happy surprise shock. Um, I walked in the room and my husband had decided to wear the top hat with the Mickey ears for my ceremony, <sighs> which was something I wasn't exactly expecting. But in the end, it was something that was very him and a little bit special to us. So then our, our ceremony was approximately um, 10, 15 minutes. We had the captain of the ship, Captain Henry, there, and he performed the ceremony, uh, this typical ceremony. We didn't request anything different, and apparently they can't request any different script anymore unless they have a family member or cruise member uh, along with them. When, if they bring their own officiant, they can have a different script. But I was looking for the, the original, the regular I was just interested in having a quick ceremony and everything. Uh, everything went great. Unfortunately, 
Michael had asked Captain Henry ahead of time if there were any long pauses. Captain Henry assured him, no, no, there's not going to be any long pauses. Michael's like, oh, great, no, great, no problem. And through the ceremony, there was a long pause, and Michael leaned over and kissed me, and Captain Henry said, eh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> so another, you know, I got two kisses on my um, during my ceremony, which is kind of special and unique to us as well. <laughs> So uh, as soon as the ceremony was over, we walked back down the aisle, out the double doors. They closed the doors behind us. They turned us around and opened the double doors and re-announced us as husband and wife for the first time to our room. And with onboard ceremonies, the, the room that you get married in is also going to be your cake and champagne celebration area. So everybody was exactly where they needed to be. We, uh, started the receiving line, started saying hello to everybody, taking photos, and our wedding coordinator was very good about getting us where we needed to be at what time. So she ushered us over to have the champagne toast. We had brought our own uh, champagne flutes with us, so we had those special flutes ready and waiting with champagne for us. And everybody did the champagne toast. We had a couple impromptu toasts given by our best man and maid of honor. They weren't expecting to give a speech, we weren't going to impose it on them, but my wedding coordinator apparently kind of nudged them on the side. So they got to do an impromptu speech for us. Then, you know, we had a little bit more time where we got to mingle with our guests, and then they brought us over to the cake table to stage our, our photos for that, and then we cut the cake. And then uh, as soon as those were all taken, the team took over and cut the cake and got cake out to everybody very quickly. Apparently, according to my mother, there were tons of servers there. I was too wrapped up in the day to notice, but they, uh, they had given us a lot of staff to help us have our, our wedding go by seamlessly. And everything, from my perspective, was exactly that, just seamless. And everything turned out wonderfully. So after the cake, everybody had eaten their cake, still had champagne glasses in their hand, and they had initiated the first dance. I'm not much of a dancer, so we did pretty much the uh, the high school <sighs> high school type dance. I kept thinking, why did we pick such a long song for this? Aww. And that was the one we had at last. I see the light from Rapunzel. The funniest thing about the first dance is my train kept getting in the way, so my uh, my maid of honor kept following me around and fixing my train because I didn't have time to bustle it before that first dance. And she was like, "Stop turning." Um, after that, we still had more time to, to mingle with our guests and see everybody. I got to spend some time with my flower girls, getting some adorable, candid photos with them. And it was only about an hour, but it, it seemed like longer. And it really was a short and sweet amount of time. And then afterwards, we went out into the atrium and took some more family photos. And then I just went off with my photographers after that. And how did you end up liking D Lounge as a venue? Well, apparently they had set up my wedding first time in the arrangement that they tried. Um, I thought that we were going to be over near the stage um, in the focal point of the room, um, but they actually blocked off. It looks like kind of a an oval shaped. They had brought in walls hmm. to section off that part of the room for us. So it was a very intimate space. They had uh, white lights all up on the LED screens over by the portholes. They had covered up the portholes so that guests from the outside couldn't see in and 
disturb us, which I thought was excellent because I didn't want to be distracted on my wedding day. And they had the cake table off to one side. They had another favorite table where people could leave their cards and their gifts. And they had the pianist on one side. And I was really swept up in the day. I didn't really hear too much of the music. But when our music selections ended, he just kept going with Disney music, which is all we had. We only had Disney songs because we're big Disney nerds like that. But when you walked in the the double doors, they had the center aisle, they had the white shivari type chairs, and they had the podium where Captain Henry stood in the front. So then all the other uh, event space was off to the side. It was a very, it was very beautifully decorated. They, um, you have your floral package that they tell you about, but they also decorate your cake table with kind of the bunched up fabric, and they make coordinating little wedding flowers that go on the cake table as well. So everything, everything was beautiful. Everything turned out great in the D lounge, and all of my worries about that were completely squashed. Absolutely, I was had high expectations already. Had those high expectations, and they exceeded them. That's great to hear. So then, afterwards, did you guys take advantage of the included dinner at Palo, or did you eat with your guests, or how did that go? We ended up doing our Palo on the first night. What we did is we had a six o'clock Palo seating. Because we wanted to take advantage of that complimentary Palo, of course, because who wouldn't want some free food? It's delicious up there. And we did that about 6 o'clock. And since we had a late seating with our guests, we went to Palo and then had a little bit of time to clean up. And then we went down to the Enchanted Garden for that first meeting with all of our guests. And then on this, we, we had arranged our dining rotation so that we would have the Royal Palace, the nicest of the restaurants in our opinion, on our wedding night. And we had also arranged to request the 10 top center table in the middle of the Royal Palace underneath the big Cinderella chandelier. And they had managed to get all of those requests for us. So um, it was definitely, definitely something that they they also exceeded our expectations because, unfortunately, requests are only requests, but they were able to meet those for us. That's great. And so I take it that you and your bridal party and your close family were at the tent top. How about all your other guests? No, I think the Enchanted Garden night, everybody was the closest together. Um, with the Royal Palace night, we had the center table um, and then we had some tables that were kind of scattered off, but they were still in the main center area. There were other other guests dining between us, but we still had our party close to each other. I could still see every table from the from the center table. And then the next night, our tables were still pretty close to each other, although one was kind of behind a wall, but it's still pretty close to each other. Um, it all depends on the amount of people in a group, how they can arrange your group with different four tops or six tops or eight tops or ten top tables. So uh, the ways our worked out was, was pretty good. We were still pretty close to each other. Interesting. So overall, what is your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, my. That's a difficult question. Everything, everything, everything was wonderful. I, it, there was a lot of support from just random other uh cruise guests that were along with us uh, congratulating us. We had tons of people taking pictures. The nice people were asking if they could take pictures before they took them. But one of the really nice things is we took about four hours of photography after our wedding event and went straight to dinner. Um, since we were a little late for dinner, they um, 
saw us coming. They opened up the double doors of the royal palace. They gathered all of the servers into a receiving line, and everybody clapped and cheered us into our center table uh, in the middle of the royal palace. Wow. So that was definitely a, a goosebump giver. Very cool to have that attention like that. The entire restaurant was in an uproar, and the little girls would come up to me and ask me if I was a princess. And it was just everything was a, was a great experience there. But if you wanted to be a princess on your wedding day, they definitely knew how to do that to you. That's great. So now it doesn't sound like it, but did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you had expected? Honestly, not really. I had been in a car accident the week of my wedding. So at that point, I was like, you know what, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I didn't really, I I let everything go and I wasn't going to have any bridezilla moments. And for the most part, everything was great. I can't really think of anything that was, that went poorly. I mean, There was a little miscommunication with uh, where they were going to pick up my husband before they let him into the ceremony, and we were maybe five minutes late for starting the ceremony, but it it didn't really matter in the end. Everything else just turned out wonderfully, again, better than I expected. Good to know. Was there anything, any aspect of the wedding that when you were planning seemed like a big deal and then turned out not to be? Really, the the options at the beginning are like, well, I only have three different or three or four different cake options, and oh, the flower options are limited, and everything they have their what they're allowed to offer for you, and it didn't seem like a lot, but in the end, um, I just found ways to customize things and make everything my own, and uh, they allow you to bring some things aboard with you, so. It's just a matter of of making your wedding your own. And yeah, a lot of brides could pick the same options, but no wedding is going to be, no two weddings are going to be the same. And Disney's going to do their best to make your wedding day special and unique to you as a couple. Cool. Now that you've done all this planning, is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? I wish I would have done photos before the wedding. Uh, Michael really didn't want to see me before the wedding. He wanted uh, when I walked down the aisle to be the first time he saw me, which is which is great. Uh, unfortunately, our wedding ended around five o'clock, and right at that time, the atrium area gets very crowded with people taking their family portraits and meeting characters. That our wedding group kind of dispersed, so we have a lot of pictures of me with my family and him with his family, but not a lot of us with our families. Uh, together. So if I could have gone back, I would have would have done the first look photos and I would have done photos uh, with all of our families together. And I feel like before that time when we were getting ready around the three and four o'clock time was a much quieter time since a lot of people were still on the island or getting ready for, for their shows or their or their dinners. So I would have just done those photos ahead of time. Interesting. Okay. Now, you've given us a lot of great stuff already, but any other tips or advice for someone who's planning a Disney cruise wedding or a vow renewal or commitment ceremony? I would definitely, definitely reach out into some of the some of the forums they have online, especially the Disc Cruise Brides uh, forum was so much help to me, and I try to stay active on there to answer people's questions. And I know some things have changed, but the general process is the same being able to reach out to people who are experiencing the same things or reaching out to people who had experienced the same things was incredibly invaluable. And 
there's so many ways to pick up ideas from your peers and to uh, share ideas and develop them with, with people who are experiencing the same things you are. And it's also a great way to make some good friends. I agree. <laughs> I've made a lot of great friends on the disboards over the years. So where can people go to see pictures of or read about your event? I have a planning journal on. It's on my signature if you're ever on the dis, uh, the Disney Cruise Line Brides. Uh, my username is jbeanbunny, and they have that available there. My photographer put a blog post up with some of those photos as well, and I even put some on Pinterest just uh, because when I was looking for photos for inspiration, I couldn't find much of anything, so I was a, I was a dork, and I, I pinned some of my own wedding pictures. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jillian, so much for taking the time to share your story. You've offered a lot of really great tips and some insight into this process that, like you say, there isn't a lot of information out there and there aren't a lot of photos. So it's great that you were able to share your story and people will be able to see it on these various websites. So thanks so much. Absolutely. It was definitely my pleasure. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>